Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we're catching up with James Price of the Better Business Bureau, and um, he's always got some very interesting things to talk about, and we're going to talk about uh, several scams that you might want to be aware of. James, how are how are you? <laughs> good. How you doing today, Brian? Doing okay. Doing good. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to believe we have just rushed right through this first few uh, weeks of the new year, haven't we? Yeah, and and you know it's uh, it's crazy out there right now. You know, there's a lot of you know businesses that are trying to get back up and running, and the weather's not participating for some of them. You know, and so uh, they want to get it going. But, you know, during those times, you know, there's one uh, one of the organizations out there that never stop going to work, whether it's rain, sleet, snow, or shine, and that's the fraudsters. Hmm. They're always busy, aren't they? Yeah. They'll find a way to do it. Uh, so, you know, I got a recent one here for you now. So... You know, so recently, you know, Biden administration said, hey, we're going to send out these test kits. Well, the years go up for the for the uh, the fraudsters. So everybody kind of needs to be aware of that. You know, every, all the U.S. households can request free at home COVID test kits now through, you know, the Biden administration program. Uh, of course, when the government rolls out big programs such as this or stimulus checks, the scammers, they have their meetings and they get together and brainstorm on how they can figure out how they can uh, tap into this. And, you know, what they may do, be doing this time is making lookalike websites uh, to request your uh, your tests. And the big thing about these is that they may ask for things like payment or personal information, such as your security, uh, social security number, uh, uh other information that you wouldn't normally have to give. Um, so you hear about the COVID test you, and you do your search online and you see a, a post or an ad for social media, uh, or you get an unsolicited email. These are all red flags that kind of say, mm, let me look at this again. Um, you follow the link and it, it may have some official looking logos and stuff like the postal service or some other government agency logos that, look real and they look like the forms could be real professional uh, but you start filling out the form and then you start figuring out that hey this one's asking me for my social it could ask you for credit card number details uh under the information of hey well you need to pay for shipping and you know the real pace doesn't ask for any payment it doesn't ask for any shipping costs uh, and before you know it you've given all this information to a scammer uh who's gonna take you for some money. So here's some tips. Look closely at the domain name. One way to uh, fake website tricks people is that they they get extremely close to the website name, but they may switch around some letters and that kind of thing. Um, uh, the real COVID test site is um, special.usps.com backslash test kits. So that's the one you want. Mm -hmm. Scammers may swap around some letters. You know, they may misspell special or something like that. 
uh, that's the case, you're not on the official site. Uh, it's, it's best just to close the tab out. Uh, another thing you can do is anytime you're weary about a website, you know, we've talked about this before, go to whois.com and, and paste the, uh, the, the web address in there and see when that particular website might have been created or where it's uh, coming from. And that might give you some clues as well. Um, uh, watch out for tricky, tricky subdomains. Sometimes attackers will confuse a subdomain with a real name. For example, example a scammer might do something like uh, use a, uh, a subdomain like USPSFakeTestKit.com, hoping you don't notice that face tech test kit is not the correct dom domain name that you really want to look for. Mm -hmm. uh, the real website is only going to ask for your name and address. You don't need to pay for the test, uh, using the government program, not even for shipping. And you're not going to be asked for insurance details or social security number or any other information, just your name and your address is all they're going to ask for. So be aware. I mean, people should order the test, uh, you know, it's probably good to have a couple around anyway, just in case, you know, you're starting to feel bad, but, uh, you know, be very leery about what you hand out. Yeah. Um, just for instance, I have already ordered my test, you know, the, the first day that it was open to do that. And it was just name and address. And that was pretty much all they asked for on that. So, no personal information like your social security number or, like you said, uh, your health insurance information. None of that was uh, was necessary. Right. So, you know, beware, be safe, you know. And, and that kind of leads us to the second topic that we have today, which is kind of very similar. Um, and, and the topic of this one is think twice about taking that fake, uh, that Facebook quiz. Uh on this one, you know, it's real easy for people to get bored and they're on their phone. They're going to just, you know, they're just playing around and go, oh, here's a quiz. This is kind of neat. I'll just kind of do this little quiz. All right. So watch out. I mean, some of them may be legit, but on the other hand, uh, social media is just a fun way to distract people from their daily life and using quizzes on Facebook or any other social media may just seem like it's a harmless way just to kind of pass the time away. But are you really given more information than what you think you're given? And is it going to somewhere where you don't really want it to go? So this is the way a scam like that would possibly work. You know, a fun quiz pops up on your Facebook page or some other platform, you know, a few questions on the phone um, to uh, our answer to prove how well you maybe know a friend or uh, something like that. And then a short personality test is offered to match, you know, a character from a TV show or something else that you like to do. So the, the quiz is that they, you know, they might seem meaningless. And then the other thing you got to think about here is anytime you're doing something on social media and it seems like it's meaningless, you, you get your antennas up because there, somebody might be digging but the intent behind these is to collect information. Mm -hmm. And so this is really interesting on this one, because if you're sitting here just kind of taking a quiz about a friend or family and that kind of thing, and it says, well, what, what was the first car you owned? Or, or what was your ma mother's maiden name? Or what street did you grow up on? And, and if you think about it, 
you know, you think about all the times where you've like put in passwords before and they say, okay, well, what's your, your secret question? Well, a lot of them are like, you know, what was your first car? What street did you live on? What was your mother's maiden name? So when they start asking these questions, it's like, you know, they can use this information to get into an account you may have based on some of the pieces of the puzzle that they're missing. I know we've talked about that time and time before is that when a scammer calls you, they have some of your information. Your, your information is not hard to get a hold of, but getting into the details of your account, well, that's just like missing puzzle pieces. And so if they put these little questionnaires out there, it's just like, you're going, Oh, well, here's the answers. This is what, here's the pieces you're, you're missing. Let me just give them to you. Uh, so, well, here's an uh, interesting thing that because I've seen this uh, show up in my Facebook feed, and I keep wondering why does that show up. And so, what I've discovered is some of my Facebook friends answer this quiz, and then it shows up because you're friends with that person, and so that's how it just keeps rolling through Facebook, and it just gathers all kinds of information. You're absolutely correct. I mean, it just you know, it just only takes one person in your, in your, your friends to make it bad on everybody who's in that area. So, you know, when you, you look at it, you just kind of look at it, you know, you know, a, a typical question for a bank card, you know, those are the questions that they're trying to get out of you. So sharing that information could get your accounts hacked or personal and financial information stolen. But realize that not all social media quizzes and are data collection scams or not. They not all are. Mm-hmm. Um, we just want to caution people to be careful about what they share online and check your privacy settings on your account, uh, your social media dating uh, data that is on there, uh, that may, you know, allow a scammer to, uh, get into your account. So some quick tips, be skeptical, before answering a quiz, figure out who who's behind it, who created it. Is it a brand you trust? Um, just because something appears to be fun and innocent doesn't mean that it is. You know, that old saying that if it's on the web, well, it must be true. You right. Know, it's <laughs> not right. You know, but uh, some of those things can be fun and, and innocent. I, I know that we have done that, uh, you know, uh, on our Good Neighbor Station Facebook page here at the station, you know, um, something historical that happened in Murfreesboro that that stands out in your mind and things of that nature. So if it's a trusted source, that's that's one thing. But if it's just something that's being passed around from Facebook friend to Facebook friend, that's that's where you really need to be skeptical. Yeah. And, you know, for the businesses out there, if they want to do something fun like this, well, then fine, you know. Uh, but just be careful of the questions you ask, you know, about, you know, are, are they typical questions for privacy on an account? Well, then go away from that. I kind of like what you said, you know, what happened in Murfreesboro? Uh, I don't see that as one of the the security questions on my credit card statement. Um, so you keep it fun, but you kind of stay away from some of those things that could be an issue. Um, yeah. And then, you know, adjust your privacy settings, uh, be, you know, be aware who you're sharing your information with, remove personal details from your profile. Don't share information like your phone number or your home address on your social media accounts. You really don't need to do that. 
uh, information. If people really know who you are, they know your phone number, they know your address, and you know you don't need to publicize that to the world. Uh, don't give answers to the common security questions. We've been over this a couple of times here. Be cautious, you know, about especially things like your your mother's maiden name and the street you grew up on and favorite things and that kind of thing. High school you went to, those are all uh, red flags. Uh, and then monitor friend requests. This is a big one. Don't accept friend requests from people you don't know and be worried about second friend re requests from somebody you may already be connected with because that may be that somebody's tapped into um, your information and the second profile is just an imposter trying to get into your bank account or your information because, well, they know like they know this person, so I'll just be that person. So be wary of those things. So I frequently like, see sometimes on on my Facebook, uh, you know, one of my Facebook friends says, you know, I've been hacked. Don't accept a friend request from me. And so. Um, and, and those are the same people that usually answer these quizzes, by the way. <laughs> so it, sometimes it's one of those ways that, you know, they can get into the Facebook account as, as well and then continue to hack into other people's information, their Facebook friends. And uh, so I'm very cautious about who I accept a friend request from. And I always go back and check to see, am I already a friend of that person first? And if I don't know them, don't know their name, don't accept those either because those are pretty frequent online on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we just want to like warn everybody, always go to BBB.org, check scam tracker out. You can check the different scams that are, are going on right now. Uh, you know, coming up soon, uh, probably sooner than we think, April 23rd is going to be shred day here in Murfreesboro. We're going to have it again on uh, at Planet Fitness over there in Old Fort. So, Put that in your calendar if you have things that need to be shredded uh april 23rd uh, and uh the other thing too is uh if, if people are down in manchester or part of the manchester chamber of commerce uh i'll be talking to the manchester chamber on february 1st uh for their luncheon uh talking about bbb and some of the things that bbb does for the community um the grants that we've been given out the, the student uh scholarships um, and just uh, a plethora of things that, that go beyond just normal, uh, what people think is just BBB. Uh, BBB does a lot for our community, and we want to make sure that we protect our businesses and our consumers around Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Great stuff. James, as always, I appreciate the information and uh, look forward to talking with you in a couple of weeks. All right. That's James Price of the Better Business Bureau joining us today on Rutherford Issues. This reminder, if you missed any part of the program, you said, well, what was he saying about those COVID rapid tests? Go back and listen to the podcast, WGNSRadio.com under Rutherford Issues.